0: we did Yay. it we did it we, we made it. it gone so long <laughs> i uh, had a baby you had a baby a i one. was there you were <laughs> you i th- make the baby i well i was there when that happened and then when the baby came out i sat on a little chair and was told things are going great
1: <laughs> uh, and i'm Orsa, like things are going I'm great they're going something's going on down there i feel a lot of tugging and pulling and oh hey something's crying i guess they pulled the baby out oh yeah an epidural no, that epidural well, is drugs. I had a C-section. You did have an epidural as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had that, yes, yeah. but that that would not yeah. have brought the baby out. No,
0: no, it did not. I remember all that right. part too. Yeah. <laughs> we remember things so vividly. Yeah, yeah. And they don't. I think that's probably the blessing of it. So you guys yeah. don't Were you much? not there? I remember it the all perfectly well. Look at all the look at all the gory details. <laughs> I it's remember right there. things like in my brain. Just really fuzzy. <laughs> I and did have a nurse move my head. That was fun. Because I walked by to go see the baby, uh-huh. and I uh, thought somebody said my name, and I turned around where the horror show is, <laughs> where the crater that her stomach used to be is. Yeah, uh. yeah. And as I turned around, the nurse just took my head and went, no, look at your baby. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> Don't look, Don't look is... at them vacuuming out my uterus. Yes. Yeah. That's a really yeah. excellent nurse. Yeah, she was,
0: she was on point, and I I do remember <laughs>
1: hearing them. Yeah. they were like, that sounds like a vacuum. Special <laughs>
0: shout out, going <"Owen> up you. <laughs> yeah. Those medical professionals really know how to... Yeah. yeah. It's like they do it, make it all it the time. easier, yeah. <laughs> um, Shout out to them. <laughs> so, a bit of house cleaning before... Oh, actually, I'm going to step back. How about we introduce everybody before I do anything else? So, I'm your host, as always, Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is Jonathan Hardesty. Yay! Chewy Darso. Hi! And Emily Blake. Hello! <laughs> oh, hello. Let's do that, <laughs> do that again. <laughs> down goes the microphone. <laughs> we lost the mic. You know what? I'm going to keep that in because that's just very... That's very That's us. on brand. Yeah, that's... That, that's brand. Yeah, that works. Fuck yeah, welcome to the oh shit. Uh, and then, special guest this week because we are doing yet another movie based on a book, and we thought, who better to bring back than an author? We have Alison Fagendis back.
2: Hi, guys.
0: Uh, last time was Arrival, correct?
2: Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Excellent movie. Was
0: excellent movie. I wish we could repeat that Very situation. Good <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll get into that a little bit. So, like I was saying before, I don't know if I edited out or not because I don't have that foresight, but I'm doing a little bit of house cleaning. So, we've changed things a little bit at after the hype. Uh, maybe you've noticed, maybe you haven't. We've added a new show, we're adding a whole bunch of other new shows that are coming up soon right now you can see venture bros or listen to venture bros or you can watch uh, a lovely animation that john made on youtube um but that is the first of hopefully many new shows we have emily who's working on a show which is still can in development. It,
3: it's always two o'clock in the garage
0: i love it uh john is working on a DD show which will hopefully be coming up at some point the most current one that should be coming out, hopefully, within the next four to six weeks, is Sam's show, which is tentatively called Samwise, which she actually discovered. I hope it's two words. Oh, that'd be good. It you works. Just say it fast. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, I, like like, I hope there's a comment there. Samwise. It's, like, yeah. it's like a name title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sam is wise. Uh, yeah. Sam is wise on Samwise. Uh, I should never be on her show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you get fired is... from her show. <laughs> good. <laughs> But that is a show where uh, she pitches it much better than I do, but I'll do a very brief explanation where she believes that all problems in life can be solved by watching the extended edition of Lord of the Rings. What? And, and uh, their special features. <laughs> and their special features. Yeah. Oh, it and, makes
1: sense when she says it.
0: She's <laughs> very passionate she's about it. She's much better than I am. She can crush it. Uh, yeah. And I really look forward to seeing that show. She is in the works on it now, and that should be coming out soon. Um, and beyond that, we, have, we are now... Publishing articles on a regular basis. I know we said we were doing that a year ago. We a system put in yeah, place. and we lied. And then I went, you know what? <laughs> we I made a only, list. <laughs> I can only do so much. Why don't I actually let the people who are here and wonderful every week take over? So awesome... Sam and Emily have taken over on running most of the articles and they just tell me when I need to actually come out of my hobbit hole of being a stay-at-home dad and write something in real quick. It's mm-hmm. mostly
1: Sam right now because yeah. I've been a little busy, but I'm getting back. But as, yeah. At some point, I might actually write something. Yeah. And I always keep coming up with ideas, but then fall asleep or feed our baby. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. 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 These all work. I'll usually yeah. come
0: to the drafting table of the word processor app that I'm using yeah. and it'll be like tumbleweeds and whistling air as I'm like, I've got nothing to write about. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> So uh, those are actually coming along really great. There's been a bunch that have been coming out as we've uh, been on our hiatus. So good, so good. They're uh, all so good. Yeah, so good. And we've gotten some really good feedback and some pure internet feedback, which is always enjoyable to see hey. and go. Some feedback Wow, wow. That better exists. than no feedback. Mm. That's true. Someone read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the headline. You noticed I exist. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Um, but correct me if I'm wrong, Emily, but those are Wednesdays and Fridays that come out, right? I believe so, yes. That's right? kind of what John, we're for, John yeah. would know better because yeah. John posts them. That's true, yeah. yeah. Wednesdays, so so everyone knows better than me right yeah, now. Yeah, Sam,
3: <laughs> Sam's running the schedule, I'm copy editing, and John's posting. Yeah. That's the Doing system. all
0: the, the, the boring web stuff. The boring web stuff that none of us know how to do. If we were paying, you'd have the best job security. Yeah,
4: yeah
0: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you, um, you gotta look for that sort of stuff in the world. That, uh, so uh, we'll do a really quick round of plugs uh, for anyone here who has something to plug. I've already plugged everything, which is all after the hype. Yeah. Does anybody else have something to plug be, before we get to Allison who le- has legitimate things to plug? <laughs> no. Okay, cool. Allison, you've written a, a book, a couple books. How
2: many? I'm minutes? trying to finish the second one. It's kind of hard when you're working for someone else. I get that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Damn J-jobs.
2: Seriously. Um, trying to get it out for Christmas this year, the sequel to my first one, Gotta Save the King. Because uh, it's kind of left on a cliffhanger, and I was given a lot of flack for that, that you shouldn't end a book that way. But I said, so, and did it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So there's kind of a lot of turmoil that you jump right into with the second one. So unfortunately, it's not a standalone, but kind of made it work that way on
1: oh, purpose well. Yeah, lots of movies are made that way exactly. A book can be
0: too. see yes. standalones are overrated when it comes to book you want huh. to read more books so is it, is you also
2: it, want to sell more books yeah. and one thing that sells more books is more books in one series is it, yeah. That, yeah. Is it sci-fi fantasy yes yeah yes.
3: well I mean that makes even more sense because those yeah. do tend to there's be more to it stories. yeah
0: one of my favorite fantasy series ever is uh children of fire and you cannot just read one of those books you have to read all three or it doesn't make sense right I think it works yeah I have nothing to do with this, but I think you made the right choice.
2: <laughs> I appreciate that. I have more confidence in my decision. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, the Brian seal <laughs> of approval.
0: Yeah, two Every, thumbs way way up. Everybody seeks that. <laughs> uh, it, it helps. It helps me in the dark times. <laughs> it I'm shouldn't. only I'm only like partially sarcastic. <laughs> uh, okay, are we ready to move into where have you been doing? I yes. know it's been a long two months, so we'll try to keep this as trim as possible um i'll go first i over the break watched uh the hbo show succession um mm-hmm. which is a mm-hmm. whole bunch of rich white people yelling at each other and when i heard that pitch am i am like, typical yeah uh <laughs> i, I kind of went uh, i like the cast and that's it so i'm not sure if i want to watch this or not and then i started watching it and it is so ridiculously engaging and well written and well performed that the whole like we know this story, we've heard it a thousand times, kind of goes out the window because everyone brings it to the table in a way that I haven't seen an HBO show since Game of Thrones and that's the level I'm putting this at. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the hell out of this show. Uh, It finishes as of this recording tomorrow. It'll be long gone by the time this recording comes out. But uh, if you haven't given it a shot yet, if you have it available to see HBO Go or HBO Now or even just regular old HBO, I highly recommend it. Um, It's like Game of Thrones without any of the action or sci-fi or fantasy stuff just all the family drama oh packed okay. into one show and i oh i love it love it so much uh the only other quick thing that i will mention uh is i played wolfenstein 2 and that game is badass and i'll just leave it at that <laughs> nice <laughs> what, was there a subtitle for that like the new colossus was it or is remember. that the first one i forget i don't remember yeah there is a subtitle but if you look up wolfenstein 2 from 2017 i think you'll find it yeah you'll be good because i played the very first wolfenstein 2 like whatever the second game is yeah, it's a different game. Yep. Totally different game. Mm-hmm. Uh John, what about you? Where have you been doing? Uh so to kind of fit on on brand with uh you know space flight and time and all that, I've been playing No Man's Sky. Mm. Uh they just updated uh their their next update, which means they're on Xbox One now and all that and uh just beautiful seventies sci fi covers. Exploring a galaxy, crafting, flying around. Very peaceful, very salt like even though there's NPCs in there. There's a sense of vastness and space because everything's procedurally generated, so you're just out there alone with beautiful space. It's very nice, very fun. If only they could have released the game as it is now, back when it came out. Yep, it would have done really well. Yep.
4: Mm.
0: Oops. Yeah, everything that's in the, this next update is essentially most of the culmination of what they promised back years ago. Oops. Oops. No, <laughs> Did they learn anything I from Spore? Don't
1: release something until it's done.
0: Yeah, but after a while, it's you a need that It's a simple concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With video games, after a while, you need that money, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: There's a lot. To and they're, a small,
0: they're it. a small enough team that it's like, yeah, they need that money really quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chira, what about you?
1: Uh, well, it's been a long period of watching a lot of stuff, so yeah. it's hard to choose. But uh, the thing that uh, I independently watched and then it turned out to be a really big deal, like I didn't realize it was up for Emmys and all this other stuff, uh, Wild Wild Country on Netflix. Really? Uh, I was just perusing Netflix and I saw the caption and I just looked at it and I'm like, I realized it's about a cult. I'm like, I like cults. <laughs> cults are interesting.
4: Uh, I'll watch this. Thank you for clarifying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then it turned out to be a thing about a guru from India who, uh, what was it? Raj Nish. And he, where is his, where's the word? Sanyasi, I believe they're called. Sanyazians. essentially he came over to he started this cult in India he pretty much said that he was a prophet and a very like 60s type of prophet where he was really into free love and hmm. expression but then on the twist he was also really into capitalism really into money and not necessarily power but really into like materialism so it's like sex and materialism uh, and then he came to America and they bought a big plot of land in this little area of Oregon and built, started building an illegal city. They just started building a city uh, and took over this neighboring town because the neighboring towns is like, what the frick are you guys doing over mm-hmm. there? Uh, and then it turned into this massive community that started uh, poisoning the local town and then trying to kill senators and all this other stuff. Whoa. Uh, because uh, the they thought it was all about racism and being suspicious of new ideas, but then I look at it from the locals' perspectives, I'm like, no, I'd be like, what the frick are you guys doing, too? This If someone just moved into my town and started building all this stuff and then starting trying to rig our elections to get power, it's like, these people aren't trustworthy. I don't care what your skin color is. Uh. And I was just watching this documentary and be like, how did I never learn about this growing up? Uh, And it's actually a really good documentary because they did a pretty fantastic job staying unbiased Mm. between the the people that were in the commune and the people that were fighting them, essentially.
0: I'm going to pause you because you're doing a really good pitch and I want people to actually watch this. And I feel like you're telling us the whole show. No, there's (laughs) so much.
1: But it's a six-parter and you're watching it and you're just like... I understand everyone's perspective mm-hmm. and how you think you're doing the right thing, but no, you're not. <laughs> oh,
2: cool. Allison, what about you? I finally finished binge-watching season two of Luke
0: Cage. Oh, sorry. oh, I can't do it. I tried.
2: I, I The thing is, there was one thing that kept me going. Um, the Iron Fist character is finally becoming... The actual Iron Fist character that's in the comic books (laughs) and not this whiny little brat that uh, basically has no foundation um, and has been all over the place. So it was kind of like seeing that character come back in and team up with Luke because there's some of that in the comics, too. um, And to see that be successful and see that character start to try to because Luke's starting to get was starting to get like um a lot of inner anger that he wasn't letting go. And what of course made him more angry was people saying him, um, "You're angry. You should, you know, cut that out." And he's like, "I'm not angry." <laughs> kind of thing. So for Danny to kind of come in from a very zen, surf bum perspective that he has, that's really awesome. <laughs> <So>
4: accurate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Cuz no, remember in the animated series like, "Yeah, you know, you just need to kind of chill vibe." That's really excellent. He would help Luke kind of like Recenter, but Luke never would kind of go full it through th- thoroughly. So when you see what happens at the end of the um of that particular season, it just kind of does a one eighty because of a particular character that gets offed. You kind of see this character that's supposed to be a symbol for good potentially go down a very dark path.
0: Interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm. The first episode was not that interesting. And I no, watch the second. That so. no, was. You got to hang in to like five. Oh, that's a that's a, <laughs> that's a big buy-in. I know. Well, maybe I'll give it a shot. I eventually gave Punisher a shot, and I actually enjoyed it. So I who knows. love, yeah. That, yeah. One. love I that one.
1: I actually end up enjoying Punisher as well. Yeah, I
0: didn't think I was going to. Emily, what about you?
3: I got back recently from Comic Con. I did Comic Con. Nice. I'm gonna write up a, a humorous recap of that for the site. Um, so I don't want to go into all my details here. I was just thinking, what's a funny way I can talk about this as I was walking through Con? I had plantar fasciitis the whole time, so that was fun. Oh uh, yeah. I Ouch. was I was doing like 20 mile or 20,000 steps a day and being like, this hurts. The <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> theory was I'll beat the pain out of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also saw Sorry to Bother You, and it was amazing and visually kind of like crazy and wacky and satirical. Uh, and I was very confused. I, so I wanted so badly to understand it, and I didn't understand it. I mean, I understand bits of it, and then I felt better because there was an interview with Boots Riley, the creator, where they were like, what's this movie about? It seems like it's about a lot of things. He's like, oh yeah, no, it is. I had a lot of thoughts, so I put a lot of shit in this movie. Well, it's not you know, literally what he said. but uh, <laughs> But I was like, oh, okay. So I was confused because the movie doesn't have a solid through line of theme. It just kind of bounces from one thing to the next and points it out satirically. So... It's okay. I, I think the way we're used to watching movies is you're expecting this narrative to just sort of follow a path that and and this one veered all over the place and went sometimes it was about racism. It was very much about capitalism. It was about all these other things. And so I walked out of the movie going what am I supposed to learn? And it was more like, well, I'll just think about lots of stuff. And that I have, I feel like I, sh- I want to rewatch it, knowing that it's not it's intentionally not supposed to be one particular thought for the whole movie. Um Tessa Thompson kills it. Uh, it's definitely creative. It is definitely original. It's something that you have not seen before. Um, but uh, expect to be possibly confused.
1: Yeah, I read in an article that was just saying this is why you need to see this movie, and the article at the end just pretty much the main story that it told, at least in the the review. Oh, then it, it has said, a narrative. Cap- it, yeah, just it, so it was have about a capitalism and uh, the power of unions. Almost, I that's some of it. It was about like eight things. Yeah. Uh, that's
3: that's probably the strongest one. Um, at least that's the th- the last third of the movie is about yeah. that. But it's about so many different things that it was really it was really hard for me to figure out what the movie. Every time you were like, "Oh, that's what this movie's about." Nope, it's not. It's about something else. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I I look forward to reading all kinds of articles that break it down and maybe help me understand it a bit better. That's
1: when you got a good art movie right there. Yeah.
3: Oh, it's definitely artistic. It's definitely original.
0: Okay. So moving into the first episode back. After our two-month break, I wanted to do something that I thought would be really fun and good. And then I, I <laughs> fucked up. And I picked Wrinkle in Time. Uh, well, I, I encouraged
1: you. Because <laughs> I watched, I watched yeah. it on a plane without sound. Because I never bring headphones <sighs> Apparently that's anymore. Apparently the way to watch it. <laughs> so I watched it with subtitles. And re-watching it. With the sound, it was about the same, actually. The trailers made it look so good. Yeah,
0: here's the thing. A plus marketing. Marketing was great, but that's Disney for you. Right. Uh, But there's budget. Yeah, there there's reasons that I wanted this movie to succeed, which we will talk about as we go through this movie. There's a lot of things riding on both Ava's career and just a lot of like bold claims that they decided to shove into this movie, and uh, we'll get into why none of it works and why that's very very upsetting. But really quick before we do, I'll just do... I want to read one quick review that somebody pointed out before we get into this and we do the breakdown and everything that I think is uh, probably the best way to say, moving forward, uh, how we, I think collectively, may feel about this movie. If anything, the trouble with Wrinkle is you never really get a sense of DeVray's personal touch. In fact, it feels a lot like Brad Bird's big-budget, equally swarmy 2015 Tomorrowland. Both attempt to be so broad and universal that they feel disconnected from anything human. But university... Universi- ah, universality doesn't work that way. No matter how much you tell everyone to think like a kid.
1: Who did that review?
0: Uh, that was Vince Machini or McKinney, uh, from Uproxx. Ah. And I think that perfectly captures how I will feel the rest of the day moving and forward. And I thought
1: that was funny because you actually referenced Tomorrowland when you were watching this I did. movie. Uh,
0: I, I will say this. I like this more than Tomorrowland. Um, Tomorrowland fucking blows. But that's nah, a different episode that I'll never record. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to watch that fucking movie again All right, so here we go Allison, are you ready to do a breakdown for this? Lay it on me, let's do it 30 seconds, wrinkling time Here we go, 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 go
2: Okay, little Meg Murray loses her dad for uh, four years um, Because he's a scientist that really wants to explore the universe And ends up disappearing one day from her family Uh, She has a really hard time with school, other children, things like that, until her little genius little brother comes along and kind of leads her to the path of these existential sort of beings that guide her to find her father on the other side of the universe. I'll
0: take it. Yeah. (laughs) You skipped a whole bunch, but it still kind of made sense. So yeah, it's a (laughs) success. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
1: I mean, that's the pitch that got this movie made.
0: I guess. I don't know what the fuck got this movie made,
1: but let's do a <sighs> quick uh,
0: so, so here, everyone got my take on this thing pretty yeah. quick. Let's do a hot take around the table. What else do other people think of this? Like when you when you finish it, what were your feelings? What just happened? <laughs>
1: right, <laughs> that's, a, that's
0: a good one, <laughs> Chewy.
1: On first viewing, I was like, "Well, that was kind of disappointing." On second viewing, uh, "Neverending Story" did it better
4: there
2: you go yeah that's like that i like that um it felt definitely like a letdown of what it could have been
0: yeah emily last it's
3: a hot mess
2: i don't i don't (laughs) think
3: everybody involved was making the same movie
0: that is an excellent way to put it because everyone's in a different fucking movie um
1: (laughs) and my my biggest disappointment was how underwhelmed i was by the female lead Mm-hmm. She's boring.
0: So, so here's the thing: is like, so this movie came out with a uh, woman of color director uh, who's just directed Selma and did an amazing job with Selma. Mm-hmm. Like this, this woman should be one of our like front runner like voices, not just like for female in film, but for just people in film. Like she's fantastic. Sure. And they give her a movie that is like a tentpole. Everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people read *Wrinkle in Time*. Like it's a very popular book. Unfortunately, not unfortunately, but. It's a very Christian book. And the way to try to market that to everyone is just take all the religious themes and chuck them out the door. And you're left with a very strange film that I don't care if you're the best director ever. You're now left with a hollow husk of a movie. And mm-hmm. trying to make that work is going to be near impossible. Yeah,
1: try. I didn't, wasn't a part of the crowd that did not read this book growing up. So I actually went to Wikipedia to find out what the book was about mm-hmm. after watching the movie. And then, so then when I read all this, themes of Christianity and the messages that the author said, like the author said, this is essentially saying this is my worldview. But when she wrote this book, it was like her thoughts on everything. You take out the Christianity aspect and you gutted the soul of the story. Mm. Like it, it just didn't feel like they had any idea how to capture any of the messages without that.
0: It's very strange because you, uh, Mm. you went through a list of what the messages were supposed to be. Do you remember any of what those were? The
1: message it it was supposed to be about. I guess I mean I read Wikipedia on this, so it's very much about empowerment, still uh, about children being able to take care, take control of their lives, and have self confidence. And it was all told through a very Christian viewpoint on how you're supposed to grow up. This is the foundation you have. Angels are here to help you, and you need to grow and realize your own faith, essentially, and not just within God, but within yourself. And none of that was in this movie.
0: Mm-mm. No. like it, it, Not even this, not in this movie, but it's like... You can feel it like in the wings, like you yeah. can see the moments of it. Of like uh, specifically when Grace like, Witherspoon says, "I give you your faults." It's like,
1: yeah, in the uh, book, she tells you a, Cori- a passage from Corinthians.
0: <laughs> like it's, it's a little different, but it's, like, you can see kind of what they were trying to do. But uh, nope. and,
3: and the way they use that too. Oh, she gave me my faults. Hey, I have faults. What? Like,
0: and it how doesn't... That, how is that supposed to defeat the it? Yeah. Like I was never yeah, like, That's was all like... that
1: happens. She doesn't use the fault. She just says, I have the, she, the she uses yeah. her faults I... to try... Because he's trying to use her faults to, to give her reasons why she sucks as a person and why she needs to be this other conform... Oh, that was the other central theme, was conformity, uh, about how to not conform, was in the book. And they kind of touch on the movie, not so much, uh, with communism <laughs> they, and stuff. They give it a passing with service. But yeah. so... At the in the climax with the faults thing, she starts accepting her fault. She's yeah. like, "Yes, I am clumsy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am scattered. Yes, I am this," and somehow she works that into, "But I still love myself." And it just it didn't work. And and part of the problem I think with
3: that it was a big problem with her character in general is that. We never see any of that. We don't really see her being clumsy. We don't see her doing we anything. We don't see her doing anything. And not only that, like, when Just she's isolated.
0: like... Just <laughs> <moment>, isolated. <laughs> the moment I learned she was clumsy is when she said it at the yeah. end of the movie.
3: And she's, right, <laughs> and she's right. constantly like, I hate myself, but we never get a reason. No. I mean, it, it, every when a girl says she hates herself, it's, it's wrong, and it's upsetting, and it's stupid, but... There's always a reason. Like, if you ask her, why do you hate yourself? She'll be like, oh, these are the following things that are wrong with me. Um, But we never hear that. We just see her being all sad. And that boy's like, I like your hair. And she's like, "Mm -hmm." so the only reason I could think that she hates herself is because she hates her hair. That's all I got. That's the only thing we ever saw her get specific on. So it's like, well, why do you? I mean, it just makes it really hard to get. Invested in a character when they're. It, I know that. Although I think you just
0: touched on something. I, I know the perfect The perfect version thing. of her has straight hair. Mm-hmm. But the hair that's thing it. is a, that's <laughs> a <laughs> huge
1: <of the> <laughs> that's a huge topic of uh, emotion emotional weight essentially in the black community about especially for race. women whether or not they like their hair yeah. mm-hmm. because so often black women are told to uh, relax their hair and to be more like. Western white women's hairstyles, and there's a huge thing now about embracing your black hair, and this is what you can do with yeah. it, this is how you look, this is how you're empowered. So that makes sense in this movie. But it might have been better if that had been a metaphor for her, like accepting being mixed race, if
3: that's the way they wanted to go with that. Yeah. I don't think that's where they really wanted to go, though. So, so, yeah, they didn't I, explain know, it at yeah, all. They I, didn't
1: happen. So it was really just a moment for yeah. black girls. That but no one else like. There's no message for anybody else in that. Well, but there doesn't necessarily have to be. I just think
3: that there needs to be. There needs to be something to her, like that she's working on resolving. Because if her only issue is that she doesn't like her hair, well, then yeah, at the end, good straight hair, done. There you go, you fixed mm-hmm. it, right? You know. But the it has to be deeper than that. that. Yeah, you know. The, the, but the, this, has, mo- yeah, yeah, deeper... this movie doesn't
1: descri- does delve in anything. Yeah, no. that's what I mean. Like surface layer stuff. Yeah.
0: And the the thing for me where I. I when I watched the trailer for this movie, my gut instinct was not for me. And not not like not for me, like a, I'm a big, tough guy. It was just like, this movie doesn't look like it's a movie that was made for me at all. Mm-hmm. And I just don't really have interest in seeing it. I don't mean that in a negative way. It just kind of didn't look like my thing. Which is weird, because I'm usually very into whimsical fantasy. Like, I love that stuff. It's great. But I looked at this one. It just had that, like, Disney sheen on it. And it's like, you know what? I don't think I want to watch that. But I'll no. give it a shot. The problem is, for me, where I, where I lost the movie was when they get to the first planet. And it's like, alright, we're at the first planet. Go explore. And they run down a hill. And that's it. And now really they've explored they the planet. Mm-hmm. Like this movie just has this like like unbearable I'm gonna scratch the very thinnest layer of anything and then move on. Like everything you just finished with these inspirational speeches about how wonderful everybody is and move on as Here's part of our tour we're at the blue planet and we are going to <laughs> live over there Rahaled with some flowers it. and then be, we're going to the next one. No, no, no. even
3: even the kids even Meg who's supposed to be a scientist and really smart and also starts out the movie really cynical mm-hmm. as soon as she gets to the place she and the other two kids the, all three of them are like yay wee, this is fun there is no moment where she's like oh this shouldn't be possible I don't like you know there's no moment yeah. of resistance where she's just like I don't trust this I don't like it it's all just immediately the second she gets there She's like, oh, I accept it. And that just felt, since we were supposed to have this character who's established as cynical, all of a sudden her problems are resolved. And I like, forgot she was cynical. Immediately. Yeah. Like, having, How having, did she Disney forget that?
1: Oh, yeah. I really <laughs> want to like, delve into like her character with all that because when I watched the advertisements for this movie, fantasy films was a huge part of my childhood. Like, never-ending story, labyrinth. A Flight of the Navigator, like all these movies about about going out and exploring. Like to me, I loved that. It was the core of my being as a child. And I was really excited to see this because I thought I'm like, maybe they're gonna try to bring that back. And this time it's with a young girl. Mm-hmm. And this and she's black and this is something new. This is exciting. So then when I finally watched it, I'm like, so I have this girl. She's not making any of her own decisions. mm -mm. The person who's actually making the plot happen is a little boy Mm -hmm. who is a crack (laughs)
2: up, who was a crack up. I did like him. Oh, I hate that kid so much. (laughs) I thought he was a terrible
1: actor. (laughs) I never understood Uh, him in the His story
2: was more interesting. Yeah, because he was was
1: proactive. Meg is such a lump. She's not just cynical. She's a lump. She's just like, Mm -hmm. why are we doing this? Don't talk to strangers. Oh my God, I'm sad. Which made oh. it a
0: frustrating comparison because by nature, like, that turned him even more annoying because, like, we're doing this now. This yeah. is a so-and-so now. It's like, well, who told, like, who made you boss, asshole? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not the main character of this. And you're
3: like, like off? A, I'm the, does. I feel like it would have been a better movie, story but, if but he, he had was,
1: He was totally the main character yeah. except they kept panning to Meg. Right. Uh, <laughs>
3: he's the one who has a journey. He's the one who has interesting things happen. He's the one who faces his dark, like, inner nature In or the
0: flashback, yeah. he's the only one you see with the mother. Yeah. When the when the father disappears, mm-hmm. you, all you see is him. And you it's, don't even see the daughter in that flashback. It was such a
1: disappointment on that level. And you don't. What I was saying earlier, you don't even
3: see the father in the climax. The whole story, like, when you gave the recap, you were like, and she went off to find her
2: father, and then she finds him. Except then there's, like, 20 minutes more of movie. Yeah,
0: he's like, peace.
1: Yeah, and then it's, her dad's not even yeah. there for the yeah. climax. So th- like, it
2: turns out that's not even the journey. It's actually yeah. between her and her little brother. Which,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then she defeats the evil with love, which huh. I hate that ending. I hate it in The Matrix. I hate it oh. in Inception. I hate it. Just, not Inception, sorry. Interstellar. Okay. Uh, right. it's just I was like, like, wait a second.
4: <laughs> can we not?
1: It is, to me, making the ending of a movie just about the power of love is one of the most lazy tropes these days. Because no, like, no one stop dives deeper. No
0: one dives deeper. Great
3: Huey Lewis song.
0: <laughs> See, like, when, when you would... When Hell you, yes. Like, love is a <laughs> shortcut in these movies. You... you you don't have to dive deeper because it's just the yeah. love. Yeah, and it's like well, it's now like, we stop exploring the media. Like and why? It allows
3: you to solve everything with exposition instead of having
0: to do something. It's like the science like gateway of reversal polarity. It's like okay, yeah, we get it. Now we're just way, gonna could, stop but, trying. This was
1: also pitched as a science fiction fantasy. There's no science fiction in this movie. She no, says way. physics one time. She says,
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's some formula on the board.
1: Oh, yeah, God. but she says it's basic physics, and I'm like. Yeah, no. yeah, got into a, a a branch and the the thing flung you. There's no, what physics do you, you, you just You're through just use? some
0: curtains in a car wash, and now you're in a new planet. Like I don't remember a, that one. No, like that's in the movie. The like, they walked right. through the curtains when they the Tesser. tesser. When they Tesser, yeah. it's just a
1: bunch of curtains. Like oh. the Tesser is supposed to be the science fiction, but then the Tesser is created by love. It's, he said, love is the the fucking. Yeah, that's not science. Oh, when yeah. he says
0: love is the frequency, I threw up in my cereal. <laughs> uh,
3: so, the honest trailers does a really good job with that.
0: Oh, I haven't watched it. Now, yet. Quite, I mean, who all here has read it? Just as a, I read it when I was a kid, but okay. I don't remember. Long, long time ago. I, I talked to, think. I honestly, it's kind of fuzzy. Because I talked to Jandy after watching it, and she mentioned that in the book, the father is actually fighting the it. He's fighting the darkness. He's a, a warrior, sense. and like she's like, go join the fight. Is so what here the we whole find thing. him in the padded room. We find him in the padded room because he accidentally like fell into the slipstream of it or whatever. I don't know. It's like that doesn't make sense.
2: And, and it,
3: it would have been made. It would have made more sense if instead of arguing with her brother and getting it out of her brother, it's just to get it out of her dad. Right. Yeah. And then we have a, a through line of a plot. I don't know how it was in the book, but that would have made a lot more in, sense
4: for the
1: movie. In the book, when I read the Wikipedia again, <laughs> uh, the difference was that the father does Tesser her and Calvin and all of them to a different planet. And there, Meg immediately confronts her dad going, how can you be a coward? How can you leave him behind?" Yeah, that's way better. And then that's when the Miss W's actually give her gifts. And she goes off to bring uh, Wallace back. Uh, that's so much better. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And Whoa. I mentioned that to Brian. and He said, well, they cut that for time. I'm Clearly. Like, By cutting that for time, they cut out like... Morality and actually her standing up to her father and learning things and being a hero.
0: And the movie still feels long as a result. Like they didn't solve the problem in terms of like because by the end I'm like,
1: how long is this movie?
0: This was a clear like Disney's like you get this shit under two hours or get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Cut act one. You
2: need to say that in your best Mickey Mouse voice. (laughs) Oh, under two hours or fuck you. Oh, cut you bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. and, and the and the miss Ws are supposed to be angels but in this movie they're never really established on what they are why do just, they care? They're
0: just not human. We get that. Because yeah. they bring it Obviously. up a lot.
1: And mm-hmm. they to me they're also a huge letdown because they're supposed to be warriors themselves, but they need Megan to Well they put keep it Oprah on.
0: in battle armor.
1: Uh but then and they, glitter. But they and also Don't everyone that. in this movie gives up really fast. Even they give yeah. up really fast be like, Oh, he's on Calama, whatever. Oh, we can't go there, so let's leave. Let's just give up. And just, peace, uh, we're
0: out, we'll be back later.
1: And I was just like Maybe. how are you guys cool? Like I well, understand- ran out
0: for us. We gotta go Bye, see ya.
1: You're not very helpful. <laughs> yeah, it's not
0: like, say, a good movie. Say Empire Strikes Back, where Obi-Wan's like, if you go to that planet, I can't go with you. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. would have been like, this one's just like, oh, we're here. We're not supposed to be. Good luck. See we're ya. starting to fade. Bye. Yeah. Say yeah. hi to yeah. Michael Pena. He's a great actor. And then that's the end of that. It's like, <sighs> yeah. and really quick, I do want to mention. All the I just...
1: characters are disappointing. It, it, disappointing it is. Disappointing is the word for this movie. The,
0: yeah, yeah disappointing is the name of the game. But it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't mean to take a shot where it's very easy to take a shot, but why would you put Oprah in your movie? Like, it, it is such an easy, like, she is box office poison. And it's nothing against Oprah. I know a She's lot of always people Oprah. love her. But, yeah, Oprah is always fucking Oprah. It's like, <laughs> oh, look, Oprah's wearing battle armor. It's not like, oh, look at Mrs. Who or whatever mm-hmm. what she is. It's just like, oh, no, that's Oprah. And tell me a movie beyond the color purple of hers that did well.
3: Oh. I was about to say, I liked Beloved. It
0: did not do well. Yeah. She's had good stuff, but she just...
1: Even her TV network had a lot of problems.
0: Because there's a lot of people who love Oprah and a lot of people that hate Oprah. And you put her in something and you're basically taking a stand that's going to make a lot of people go, fuck that movie. And people
1: don't love Oprah as an actress. People love Oprah as Oprah. Yeah, because exactly. she's yeah. Oprah. Yes. For, she is yeah. Oprah.
3: Sure. I think for avi Verne, it's a it's a very personal choice she really obviously, if you've heard her talk about working with Oprah on Selma, like she obviously really loves Oprah, and I think she produced Selma. If I don't, if I, I believe I recall so. Correctly. Yeah. so I you think can love Oprah, but yeah.
4: and be friends
0: her, with her isn't necessarily hmm. a yeah. good decision. No, it's about. a bad decision. Like it's just it's not going especially work. for a movie like this that by construction has to do amazing. Yeah, and like that's that's the problem. Is like, this movie like they did such a, a a bold stance of like we're gonna have a very diverse cast, yeah, we're having yeah. a diverse crew, like we're doing everything right, everything that people want to see right now because we're so tired of the norm. Yeah, this is all in this movie. It needs to work,
3: and it wasted Mindy Kaling.
0: Oh, every almost everything wastes that's Mindy true. Kaling. Like, nobody, like I hope it's always sunny knows what to do with her because I think she'll be hysterical with that cast. But that's future. Um, if
1: I was going to cast. Miss Who or whatnot instead of uh Oprah, I would have cast Gina Torres. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Like, talk about a tall, beautiful black woman who oozes strength. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean she Just, played a goddess on Angel. Oh yeah, she did. Oh yeah, yeah. she did. I, I she's forget got about practiced. her on Angel. Yeah. I like I loved her in uh Fireflies. Yes. yes. And a lot of pretty much any I keep knocking that yeah. anywhere I see her, mm-hmm. I think she's fantastic. And I'd didn't Better choice than Oprah. Mm, agreed.
0: I'm making sure I have my name right. I would go in Laverne Cox. Um, oh, I like hey. that.
1: Hey, I love How her too, statues? but but yeah, she but doesn't will use, use the strength, strength that Gina does. I think she totally. Gina uses just the looks like an intimidating woman. They both be better choices than Oprah. Yes, yeah.
0: um, but Disney would not hire a trans woman. I don't think. Not um, yet. No. No. Not enough time has passed for them to learn or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Um. All right. Let's let's talk a little bit. Other than just Oprah and the plot that didn't work. Um, Actually, I want to get Allison's take on this because you've actually written books Mm. and you've worked with this fantasy realm-ish before. How would you have approached... Have you read the original book? I have not. Uh, Not knowing... Perfect for this then. How would you have tried to approach trying to get this sort of character into a story like this does that make sense
2: well the first thing going back to how you were saying Chewie that it actually has a lot of kind of Christian center for and it takes the soul out of the story by taking that element out in the book I wrote doesn't have the Christian values kind of thing but there is this this author as in me my views in the book and if you strip that out you strip out so much that's barely that's a skeleton that's left right so actually going by the book a little bit more and using it as a more stable roadmap, I think would have built up a lot for the characters.
0: Because yeah, I've mentioned on this podcast a lot, and I think there's a very interesting argument to be made that movies based on books should be just that, based on books. Trying to adapt the book into a film, I always think, is where you go completely awry. It's like if you want to base it on the book, that's fine. Use as little Still of the book make as a possible. Good movie. Make the, put the movie first. But the book second is my opinion on this, and I think the movies that have done really well do that. Yes. Um, this movie it really tried to have its cake and eat its too. It's like it's I need to be this story that is a Wrinkle in Time, without Christianity because then only certain people will watch it.
3: And yeah. the thing is, it was it's possible to to do it right. The line The Witch in the Wardrobe did a great job. I uh, still think
1: the TV version that kept the Christianity was a lot better well, than no, the movie. Well, no, but I mean version. the movie the but... Christian the
3: Christian iconography is there. It's yeah. just not
0: It's not called out.
3: It's not called out. Yeah. It's still mm-hmm. there. So you can have it. You just don't have to be blatantly obvious about it if you if it makes you uncomfortable. You don't have to remove it altogether. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, it boils down to like a simple like thesis statement which this movie doesn't really have yeah. mm-hmm. that like you can take out the Christian values if you want, but like replace them with something find the the thing that this movie is going to be about and then wrap everything around it which love. Yeah, like, it's like, about like love. If you take out essence put essence back in like or, or like you said from you the way they, the way they pitched it that they wanted to put in there was science they wanted to make a smart movie there is no for science young, but and that's she, but that's how they pitched it as a
3: scientist and yeah. then she just forgets she's a scientist for most of the movie
0: and then chris pine over like kind of talks over the science part with his imagination at that little that yeah. flashback. It's like, yeah. uh, well, we, well, no science. Let's just talk about the stars and my well, handshake with the universe.
2: They didn't even try to even go into the whole idea of combining the two, the, the imagination yeah. and anything on a soul spiritual level and combining that with science. That wasn't even...
0: Their home t- Their home dialogue didn't even have that. Like, nope. they, they argued a little bit like, let's be nice to them. Let's bring them to our level instead of like... Like after watching the movie, my, my wife and I, we talked about the movie, about themes and structure. We started getting into the nitty gritty. They would be getting into the nitty gritty of that. Like, science, yeah. but what about this? What about this? And they would be talking to each other as equals, not as information dumps for us. Well, here's my thing mm. is like, why not wear it on your sleeve? If you're going to remove yeah. the Christianity from the movie, just be fucking ballsy about it and make Chris Pine a devout Christian who made his entire thesis. About using religion to explore the galaxy, mm-hmm. and when he tries to pitch that to an audience, his wife is like, "You got to cool that shit because no one's going to believe you. They're going to think you're this crazy religious nut. You right. need to just pitch the science part of it." And when they come home, he's like, "No, but because of God and this and this and this, I believe this, this, and this." And she's like, "Yeah, but you got to leave all that stuff out. And if get, you wear it on your sleeve, then suddenly the whole movie kind of makes sense get, in a way. Get, like philosophical with it. Start, sure. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. Talk more about it. Like, make a re- make that scene." be there. Like, give it a reason to be there. Other than just, like, pouty face, pouty face, and then, like, flirtatious wrestling. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry for it. Let's hug.
3: (sighs) Like, that's the thing is, like, she feels sad that her dad is missing. There's not a whole lot of her going, fuck my dad. You know? It's more like, I wish he was here. So when he's all apologetic about not being there, I was like, well, I wish that they had established more anger from her.
0: again, that's, there's two roads. You can go down the road of, I love my dad. He's out there. He's coming back. Right. Fuck you for saying he's not. Mm-hmm. Or there's, my dad left me. I fucking hate him.
3: Which is way more interesting. They I, did I, neither. But it's
1: almost like she didn't, did my dad she, didn't she didn't choose, choose either. It. I'm just yeah.
0: sad. Because yeah. 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 I'm fine with either one of those. I think you can get an interesting character either way. Mm-hmm. But if you try to just walk down the line, you just get a mess of a character, which is what we got. Should
1: we talk about the character that... Didn't serve any purpose and did nothing. Which, Which one? one. Which all, so who? Calvin. Which one? Oh, Calvin. Calvin. Oh, yes. Why Calvin, is he
0: there? Calvin, I like your hair a lot. I'm going to say it over and over again. That's my whole point in this movie. Right. And and, and and
2: stare at her like he's so beholden. What's so weird is like before he walks out of frame,
0: unless Reese Witherspoon's taking off her clothes, and then he can be distracted. Oh, for a so, <laughs> weird. Yeah, so weird. So weird. Of, and the
3: little kid, the little like, kid being so,
0: What's weird is like the kid is supposedly a, a genius in a t- different way in school. Jandy was talking about his character, like he serves a purpose, and in like the second book and other ones like they they a lot of the move the second book takes place in their mind talking to each other like yeah and he like, can read her mind he can read her mind there's like this deep connection he's actually super intelligent but like the movie is like no he's just, just a wide eyed
1: stare and every time i look at him all i get to be like you look great in drag <laughs> like that's what I, every time <laughs> oh I, my I, god him, he would he really would <laughs> he really would the cheekbones woman. and everything yeah <laughs>
0: He'd be a pretty lady. (laughs) (laughs) I did think that it was funny. Calvin's eyes are kind of the same as Chris Pine's eyes. I'm like, ooh, maybe that's his real kid. Oh. Whoa. I just get lost in Chris Pine's eyes whenever he's on screen. Doesn't everybody? Yeah, right? And that's
1: another thing that they changed from the book that I don't get. Making Charles Wallace adopted. Because in the book he's not. And in the movie he's adopted. They did nothing with that. And since it's a biracial couple, you could have cast the same actor. It would have been fine. Or, I, I'm right. kind
3: of
0: okay with the adoption he's not, But thing. he's like, not
3: like, it's not like it's a black family and with a kid who's lighter skinned or whatever. He,
1: yeah. he could be either parent. It's fine. But, that, it that's, could, but it's just like, what it brought nothing to the table for him to be adopted. Yeah. No, it didn't. No,
0: but it, you, I can see what they were trying to do. It's again what I was saying earlier, where this movie's trying to be everything mm-hmm. that people want from movies. They want a diverse family. They want a diverse cast. They want a diverse everything. And what makes that more diverse than throwing a kid who's not even technically related? Like no, it's just, you're trying guess, to check but, every box possible yeah. Yeah, and and, and it then you screwed up the whole th- thing. Yep. And then you start to muddy the waters by making him the one that gets overtaken by yeah. the it. He's like the villain she talks to. Like he's depicted as like villainous when the it has possessed him. So yeah. Like, oh, so just because he's adopted, like you, you start to start drawing weird conclusions from that, just subconsciously. Well, not yeah. only
2: that, but I mean, she she even made the, Reese Witherspoon's character made the whole comment of he's one of the greatest minds of our time currently in the universe, kind of thing. It's like, then how was he so easily overtaken?
0: Oh yeah. And, and the, the, the he's like Anakin told, Skywalker's brainwashed. And level, why is <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah, like and why
1: I, is he the most amazing thing? But then Megan is a lump.
0: Yeah. For what I've been told is like the reason why uh, Michael Pena gets him is because the, the stuff the movie doesn't explain, but the it is supposedly about a logic, order, sameness, mm-hmm. and Con- the, and conformity, communism. like yeah. a computer. Everything's all code, the oh. same. And when you start doing mathematics and logic, you're just like repeating the the rhythm of numbers is what gets him. And the book supposedly explains that. And it's was okay. like that. That would have helped. Oh, yes, I, I can mm. see that now that you say that. Sure. Yeah, like, it's, it's there. all he has to do but... is be like four plus four. But that was that wasn't da, 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 da. there. And he's like, oh yeah, four plus four. Okay, clearly you must be right because you're logical. Like, mm-hmm. so it's putting that in there in a little segment, cutting it out from the the original source, but like it doesn't make any sense. So this is another movie that trusts its audience at the wrong time. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Like we can get that. Tessering. All right, fine. You get through space. Whatever. I get that. Why does. Charles Wallace go with him? I have no idea. Like mm-hmm. you over-explained one, and you didn't explain. And didn't all left it. us hanging Hang on
3: the other. At all. And also back to the back to the. They attempted in their the, own bullshit way. Yeah. About him being adopted, I think that was a that was a mistake. Uh, also, because that means that here's a father he doesn't know, and not only that, he's not even blood related to him. So there's no. No connection between this boy and his dad.
1: Well, they say that the whole reason he wants to go is because of how much he loves Meg. Yeah. And he knows that Meg wants her dad back. Mm-hmm. So then That's by proxy, the it's there. the most important thing to him as well. Yeah. But again, it's just nothing it's, supports that. But, mm-hmm. And too, when they find him, he's just like, oh, Charles
3: Wallace, my baby boy. The boy you knew for like five minutes. I mean, it's but, just...
1: Uh,
0: but there's yeah. something to be said. Like, there's a scene there that would have been wonderful that they didn't put in there of... Meg defending her brother to yeah. her dad. Yeah. her dad tried to save Meg, his right. blood daughter, and left his adopted son behind. There's an oh, argument right there of right. like, he is still your son. That is on you. And he's like, well, I had to save you. And then you have wow. Now we have a reason for him to be adopted. But they don't especially
1: discuss with, anything like that. Nope. It's like Especially Disney with a, his, especially
0: ahead. with his like pep talk in the flashback where he's like, they're trying to tell her about the new brother, how mm-hmm, he's yeah. part of the family. Like they set up a lot with that. That was like a a, a thing that should be called back to later. I and mean it's there is ob- there's this-
2: obviously no like reinforced bond there to yeah. have him react to this. Like look how special
0: way. he's a new part of our family. He is our family. That's one of the problems. And then let's forget him.
3: All these things you're suggesting are such good ideas and I think they're they're in Boom. Yeah. They're in The <laughs> problem. I think the big one of the big there are money problems, but one of the big problems is that no one has any real conflict in this movie. Nobody gets mad at anybody except the conflict between Meg and her brother, but that's because their brother's been brainwashed. It's not in really In the last him. 20 minutes, yeah. So in the last 20 minutes, no one actually has a genuine beef with anyone else. Everyone is just being nice.
0: Yeah, it's like the nothing from Never Ending Story, but for some reason, that still felt like a more like tangible threat. Like, this one just yeah. kind of felt weird. And is it just me, or did anybody else want Pennywise to show up? Like, they kept saying the it, and I'm like, where the that's, fuck is the clown? In, <laughs> it's in the honest <laughs> trailers yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah.
1: I nice. think the book was written before it came out.
0: Yeah. And Dang. That doesn't, the movie came out after both yeah, they movies. Yeah, as someone it. with
1: clown phobia, I am glad that there was no clown
4: in <laughs>
0: That would have freaked me out, yeah. yeah. I would have been so on board. I would have finally been enjoying the movie.
1: It, <laughs> one, one other thing that though, is not explained in the movie that I read is in the book is that the, it is its own it's its own being. It actually has a manifestation similar to the Miss W's uh, and it has taken over a planet called the Calum I think it's karasops? Calamari, Car- so- yeah. Kalamazoo. Something. Okay, I want to say Kalamazoo, but that's a place like in Wisconsin, or, like that. or Michigan. Calamar? Club C. Either way, <laughs> it, it's supposed to be an actual planet that the, like Club the it has taken over, and that's where all like all the conformity and everything that has you happened. You can see
0: what happens to Earth but, in the future. Like that's kind of like the promise of what it right. does, Well, right? but in
1: the movie, oh, okay. in the movie, it looks more like of a plane of existence mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. an actual planet. That yeah,
0: looks like an evil cloud. There, yeah. Because yeah. when
1: you go to the the town, that's supposed to be an actual town on the planet, but in the movie, it's just like this. Scenario that it's created, and then it deconstructs it, and then they're in a white room. Is it, so- an it, well, like it an
0: evil cloud? Because it if
1: looks like an evil cloud. It looks. It looks
2: like the uh, what was the evil being in the Green Lantern movie? That's what I was going to say. This looks like parallax. Parallax. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Okay,
1: and then people need to learn when you make a major villain, evil being into a, ma- a dust cloud like parallax or Galactus or whatnot, mm-hmm. it sucks. Yeah. Stop doing it. Mm. Stop it. A Stop green. it. Parallax. So, is just a face what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just.
3: Just. Uh. Well, that's the thing. Is like, except for that fart cloud on Rick and Morty, that was genius.
0: (laughs) It's the same. It serves the same purpose as love in these movies, in that it shortcuts Mm. the general concept of evil. Yeah, and it generalizes the concept of love, and so you don't have to define it or explore it. Whereas, like having it be a tangible, like if the villain had just been a computer or someone in a, a like a suit. Like, we can latch onto that because it's like, oh, that's what this is representing. Mm-hmm. Like, order. Just, just to go back to what I was making fun of earlier, you go back to Pennywise. Yeah. Pennywise manifests himself as a clown. Mm-hmm. That's not what he is. Right. It's no. just a way that he personifies himself. Mm-hmm. You could do the same thing with the it here. I mean, and there's kids, so you... you could-
3: had, um, 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 Shit. Michael Pena? Thank you. you had but Michael Pena is supposed to be a servant. Yeah. But you, you could have used him as a way to
1: personify I mean, the evil. I mean, yeah.
0: putting this out there, any film can use Michael Pena yeah, anywhere. Makes yes. Really yes. It's a solid choice. And it would
2: be a yes.
1: The I actually want to watch uh, the one Netflix movie with him in it. Which one? I don't I remember what it's called. Oh, I, I know, know which one you're in talking it. about. But no, I mean, I'll watch it for him. But he has like visions of, uh, of of aliens conquering Earth or something. Oh, sweet. And I'm like, I don't know. It's Michael I mean, Pena. I'll watch it.
0: He's <laughs> the reason I own Crash. So um, just saying that.
1: He uh, is yeah. the best storyline.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so before we wrap this thing up here, because we are kind of getting near the end, I'll let Emily do her thing first. Oh, one more point. Yeah. Yes.
3: Oh, now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I also wanted to make a comment about the filmmaking itself. Um. Because there was a lot of talent involved in the filmmakers. but one Oh, the,
0: I could totally tie this into what I was going to do, but okay. go ahead.
3: Because uh, one of the things is, if you are... Uh, watch your
1: 180s, kids. Um, <laughs> Some of the eyelines were bad. Yes. Awful.
3: line crossing was egregious throughout the film. It was constant. And, um, I, yeah, I when you're already in a world that is unfamiliar to your viewer... And then on top of that, you are constantly. For those of you who don't know, what the line of sight or the the line of uh, the whatever the one eighty, I would say the one eighty, um, where you're supposed to stay on one side of two characters talking, and if you flip around to the other side and you don't orient the viewer to understand where we are, it gets it can really fucking mm-hmm. mess with your head. And for something and,
0: like this, where it's like we're in exactly. weird random green blue planet, yeah, mm-hmm. and now you've crossed one eighty like. It I was. was like, I'm here, but I don't know
3: where we are. There were constant 180 crosses in this movie, and I don't like. And I looked up the cinematographer, and guess what movie he was the DP on? Guys, guess, guess. Tomorrowland. Mm. <laughs> fucking
1: battleship, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, how did you go
0: from something so right and turn it so wrong? <laughs> I will I've mentioned Oh, be- the
1: theme of battleship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one, you, you signed my one battleship right. you knew what side of the goddamn line you it's were on. It's true you did. You, you signed my 180 rule. Though <laughs> <laughs> so the dialogue was equally terrible.
0: I will say this much, uh not this I've mentioned this before. If we ever bring up the 180 rule, watch the movie Paprika, There is a scene where they explain it better than I've ever seen it explained. Oh yeah. Oh, that's anyway. So amazing. It's really really good. So before we get to the end of this thing with quotes and all the others, I want to bring up something that we have not done yet and I want to talk everyone has to say something here what did you like in this movie okay I know it's going to be tough
3: that's where I pulled my quote from I felt like Zach Galifianakis was doing a better job of like making a scene that was enjoyable and like that that dynamic the, the whole scene was eh. but but his lines and his behavior in that scene I actually quite enjoyed
4: okay
1: that one to me was interesting because when I read the Wikipedia again <laughs> that was a woman in the book oh Oh, interesting. Well,
3: there's a lot of women in this movie. I yeah,
1: it's okay. but it's just, interesting. again, choices made that I'm like, why'd you do that?
0: Mm. Man, that's a weird one. Uh, go
1: ahead. Uh, The thing I liked in this movie was the costumes. I know they seem over-designed, but I mean... To hell. I, I'm a fan of layers and colors. <laughs> uh, And actually, I do like costumes with text on them. Uh, I particularly enjoyed all the outfits that... Mindy wore more mm-hmm. so than Oprah or Let's Reese. Let's put Reese with a spoon in a giant sheet. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's cool. With, Literally. Lo- with lots of gathering. <laughs> like, like, lots I don't know and lots of how many sheets that would actually take to make because it's definitely more than one. It's true. Uh, but Mindy's outfits, like the one, particularly the big robe one where she has text going down her sleeves in multiple mm. layers. I loved it. I, I thought say, it was beautiful.
3: Please stop putting professors in tweet coats.
0: Uh, mine like is. I said,
1: how would you know who they are then? Yeah, that part was kind See, of. All,
0: though. Um, I didn't want to say space it again. tweed, space tweed, space tweed. <laughs> so oh, I'd space watch that tweed. movie.
1: Can that be a movie? <laughs> professors in space. I mean, we'll I'm throw sh- rocket books at you I'm sure
0: Roger Corman made a movie like that right um, yeah.
1: is there still a shower scene where they talk science in the shower oh my god that movie <laughs> Brian watched a movie of Roger Corman's where girls are taking showers together while talking science oh my god it, it is one of the I most I mean that's how I talk science that is one of the most ridiculous
0: <laughs> it, basically a really quick side note he made a movie that just ripped off Alien, and like, well, let's make it Alien, but with more tits, and they're like, okay. Sounds like Cormac. And they get to a scene where it's like, oh, man, we need to get all this exposition in there. Let's just have these two women bathe each other and talk science the whole time. The movie is ridiculous. The Game of Thrones method. Oh, yeah. Um, anyhow, back to this. The thing that I liked in this movie, and it's weird because we spent so much time talking to dig at it, but I really did like that they do it because I don't feel it's really done in movies that often, and especially in a way that actually comes from a place of love, which this movie's blown out its ears with, but... I like that they had an adopted main character and it wasn't like a negative thing. Like, there was a very brief touch on it where, like, when the it was trying to use it in a negative way. But beyond that, there was never the moment of the, he's not my real dad. He's not my real brother. It was very much this person's in our family now, and everyone went, cool. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because as yeah. somebody who's planning on adopting somebody who actually has a birth child of their own, that's something that I could point to if this movie was better and be like, "Hey, look! This is kind of how we could do it." I'll never let Corn watch this awful <laughs> movie, but if it had been done well, this is something that I thought was actually a really I mean, cool thing. When they he's in. really Super girl yeah, Supergirl. When
1: he's really young, he won't know it's a bad movie. We could still say it's an adopted kid. Look at how great it is! Don't pay attention to structure yet, kid. <laughs> yeah, when did he show it to him, <laughs> if he, it to him
3: and he really likes it. Yeah. And then, yeah, You know,
1: and then you're stuck with that I being mean, his favorite <sighs> movie. That's fine.
0: No, it's not. <laughs>
1: He'll learn later.
0: <laughs> Remember when we said that about Nathan?
1: He does. He honestly still think the Hangover is the best of movies. I don't know. I I not. I'm afraid
0: to ask. <laughs> John, uh, as far as a uh, thing I, I liked, uh, kind of similar to Chewy, I liked, I like the costumes and the colors. And I've gotten to a point where I like sci-fi that's kind of floaty, ethereal, colorful. Remember, this isn't
1: sci-fi; it's just no, fantasy. No.
0: But what the I like all that type of stuff. spacey like floaty bright colors beautiful landscapes i like the idea the designs that they were attempting with this and i like what they were trying to do because i mean I, looking at those costumes i'm like yeah overproduced sure but i could watch the, the rest of the movie with just this and when they left i'm like okay i'm i, I guess okay bye interesting <laughs> part of the movie okay cool yeah so like i liked that design i like the, the look i like the look of it Sure. Because that was all I had. But I, I liked the, <laughs> there we go, I'm making the movie. <laughs> but I liked how it looked. Sure. Allison?
2: Um, I really liked Mindy's character, how she would speak through quotes. Because, that was interesting. Because what, what that did for me is kind of show evidence to those who had listened to her that, look, there are these other humans that came before you that achieved some sort of soul evolution, confidence, or was able to rise to whatever occasion they needed to in their lives to be whoever it was that they needed to be to become that known person that we all know.
0: Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. Right, let's move into quotes on this. Uh, I'm going to go first, because my quote is a total, total cheat. I am using part of the movie, but my real quote is what Chewie said after the part was I said. I forgot what I said. Oh, don't worry. I wrote it down. Uh, so, at one point, uh, when Meg is trying to convince Charles Wallace, I didn't mention how much I hate that they call him Charles Wallace the whole time. Just yeah, Charles same. or Wallace. Same not that hard. Um, CW. CW, I said the same thing. All this would be better. Anyhow, um, Meg is trying to convince him that, no, you love me. Clearly, you love me. And she says, that's why you make me milk on Stormy Nights. And Chewie very loudly just went, he makes milk for you? I don't think you should drink that. <laughs>
4: yeah, I stand by that. <laughs>
0: that was the most entertainment I got out of the whole movie. Uh,
1: my quote was when Charles Wallace says something at the beginning of the movie and Reese Witherspoon looks down at him and goes, you're the boss. <laughs> like, this is the wrong direction for this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, like I said, I like the... Oh, sorry.
0: No, no, I was going to make a, a joke. Oh, I apologize. Canceled. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry. I,
3: I liked... Uh, like I said, I did like the Zach Galifianakis stuff. I actually felt like he was in the movie that I wanted to watch. So that was like the closest I got to being in a... Uh, one of the things he says to Reese Witherspoon he just looks at her and he's like I like your outfit it's like a person outfit and then she responds <laughs> it, you look okay as well and I just really liked that moment and that relationship and that was like I want that movie oh there it goes
0: really made me Bye. miss fun Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. yeah she was awesome back in the day and I also
1: miss Zach Galifianakis I don't remember he doesn't seem to be in as much lately as he. He's
0: become such a grump
1: stop being a grump Zach we like you
0: yeah watch this comedian in cars getting coffee he's a grumpy dude Stop it. Next, uh, I got a quote. Um, it's more serious of, of the quotes. Um, it's in the principal's office where he's like, "Well, you know, if uh, if your dad walked through that door today, what would happen?" And her line delivery, I liked. Uh, the, the world would make sense again. Mm-hmm. It, it was like a, an honest moment, and probably her only honest moment in the movie as an as an actress. Just that I felt it. I felt that pain. Like, like oh, yeah, I get it. it, like, it I, I get stopped. your pain. No, sorry. And it, it hit me. Right here in the, field. yeah. in the it, fields. It also
3: stops the, the principal teacher, the teacher cold in that moment when yeah. he hears that from her. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something to be said. Like, we didn't really talk about her quality of acting. I think this girl's potentially a great actress and yeah. she just wasn't I given anything, it anything was, to do in this.
1: For her, it's truly the, this is what she was given. Yeah. And I think it's a shame because mm-hmm.
0: I think she could be phenomenal.
1: Yeah, And she probably will be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She's got time. She's young. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, Mine was, mine's a little more serious too, was when uh, Mrs. Witch says the only thing faster than light is the darkness, uh, which really kind of goes against other, well, I know this isn't a sci-fi movie, but uh, movies that are sci-fi fantasy kind of thing, like the whole Star Wars concept. I mean, when the light side is something that's always accessible and always is something that a Jedi should always kind of live in until of course great Jedi come along but that's a whole other thing but it's usually this whole idea where the light consumes the darkness very easily when she's actually saying the opposite
1: yeah. and then the darkness uh, ended up almost giving the exact same speech that the uh, emperor gave to Luke about how mm-hmm. powerful it is yeah <laughs> it Oops. was pretty close like <laughs> I feel like they probably changed a couple of words and be like we're too close this what do the kids
0: like these days <laughs> a Star Wars. let's mm-hmm. put a Star Wars thing in there uh review system for today uh i'm gonna go pretty broad and we'll see how we do with this i'm just going straight up fantasy movies okay and i'm gonna go first with a movie that although i enjoy watching it i will admit fully is total fucking garbage and i'm going with kroll what okay uh kroll is uh it is just exactly what everyone thought the people were going to want to see and then everyone went no no none of us want to see this this is just awful It's a very entertaining, hot mess to watch, but it is not a good movie. And that's kind of what this one was. Everyone, this is what you want, right? No? Fuck.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go with a movie I didn't even actually see Aragon. Uh. A movie that was created because they wanted a franchise to compete with Harry Potter. Uh, It looked like it had a lot of pretty colors, it does. And it had dragons. Barely. Uh, but honestly, I didn't bu- I didn't see it, and everyone dragon. told me it was a huge disappointment. And I, that's what I heard about this movie, so I should have listened. Oh my!
0: The first third of that book is a boy growing up with his dragon so they can just get this wonderful bond together and how they are e- in each other's lives. And in the movie, the dragon fucks off and gets hit by a bolt of lightning and becomes full-size. What the fuck, movie? <laughs>
1: oh, I hate that movie! So is that a good review for this yeah, one? Yeah, that one works really well. <laughs> Even though I never even saw it. Boo. <laughs> what movie was that? Aragon. Oh, all right. A bolt with a, of that's with an e, like, right? What? With an e.
4: Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. One with an
1: e, not an a. Okay. All right. <sighs> <laughs> Apparently, you mm. saw it and you hated it.
0: I was so mad.
1: <laughs> Alice in
0: Wonderland, the Tim Burton one. Solid choice. Yeah. In that, like, it's like okay, you're just put like. Take out all the stuff that makes the, the book so good and the story so good and just do your own thing with it and it doesn't make any sense. Is it weird? I actually thought the sequel was better.
1: I haven't seen the sequel.
0: It's not good, but. It's better. I think it's better.
1: Again, another one with a lot of pretty costumes. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, and it looks gorgeous and had all that floaty, pretty costume. You're going to make thing.
1: great toys in the Disney Star, kids.
0: But the second one was made by the guy who did all Fly of the Concords and the yeah. first Muppet movie, and I just really like that guy. Oh. Not a great movie, but. No, no, but he, he house, tried. You can see promising. that he tried, whereas Tim Burton just went, uh, yeah, can you just wheel the truck of money that way? I got work. <laughs> I brought my bucket of quirk. You want to <laughs> spread it around?
1: Here's my ex wife. Here's Johnny Depp.
0: And I got a, a whole truck of white paint next to the truck of money. Yeah. In case you need it. Do your thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just go to I, town. I'll watch it from here. I got, right, a, I got a... Oh, go ahead.
1: Allison, you got one. Yeah, go.
2: No, I, I was thinking the Allison Wonderland. Uh, Alice in Wonderland thing too. It's kind of like, this is gonna sound ridiculous. Um, kind of like the Alice in Wonderland version of August Rush. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't seen August Rush. Ah, uh, it's it's way better than it's this, this movie. thing about musicians.
2: No, this little boy who's kind of a really smart prodigy with musical talent, kind of thing, uses his talent to find his parents.
0: Huh. That kid was everywhere for a while, and then just kind yeah. of disappeared. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah.
3: Uh, I'm gonna say Lost in Space, um, which has time. It's more the sci-fi than movie fantasy. Or but the, show? the movie, the movie, okay. the show. It's good. Uh, the, the Matt Block movie. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, Space spiders. Space spiders. It has time travel. And in then it he gives
1: birth to more spiders. It has time I travel that could have
3: been cooler. Um, <laughs> it has it has a, a really annoying kid who's kind of pretentious. Um and uh, it's just it's it's based off pre-existing material and it didn't do a very good job of adapting it.
0: Totally works. Mm-hmm. So I apologize for our first episode back being such a shit show of fuck this movie. But <laughs> really wanted it to wasn't like it this fuck movie. this
1: movie. It was I wish it was better. It was, yeah. it, was, it, was,
0: it, was it was disappointment. So many yeah,
3: talented people worked on this movie. Yeah. Yes, I mean Battleship guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh but I'm going to bring this one to a close. Okay, okay. Um next week we'll do our round of plugs here. Uh, next week we have a we actually recorded it before this one. I wasn't going to say that, but John kind of ruins it a few times. Uh, I said factual <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh, you read in my tone of voice is on Yeah, sure. yeah you're right. You're yeah, right. Fine. Yeah, whatever. that's right. Uh <laughs> So we have a puppet movie battle coming out for the Happy Time Murders and I will say nice. this it is my favorite battle we've recorded in 2018.
1: It got nice. it got violent. It's it did. It, it, it's it. too bad I wasn't
3: on
2: it. It, it gets Sam is heated. dead. He did. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert. Um, I don't want to spoil who wins, but someone does. And uh, as they all as they do, a puppet
2: rises quit. from the ashes. Absolutely <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, yeah, a puppet murdered us all. That's know.
0: Uh, so a quick round of plugs. Be sure to check out Venture Bros, a Venture Brothers podcast. Either uh, you can check out former episodes in the stream you're listening to right now, or you can head over to its own stream. Just search venture bros on virtually any streaming service short of, um, pocket cast, which will be on soon. No pocket cast is on Spotify soon. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Oh, and then, uh, of course, check out articles coming out every Wednesday and Friday. If yeah. not a different time, if we have guest writers, um, all really good stuff. The playlist has taken somewhat of a backseat. We might retweak it and it might come out in a new way. We might not. we're, we're thinking about it, um, that was more for us than for you, so we you get, and, Y'all made that clear by not by not listening.
1: I just want to get my own personal vendetta in in relation to music. The Weezer's cover of Africa is bad. Oh God! <laughs> just to get I don't disagree with you, but I just need to keep saying it everywhere because I need to stop hearing it on the radio. Do, 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 no, do, do, do. I mean yes, if you're doing the original.
0: <laughs> do, do 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 Weezer. <laughs>
1: That is kind of what it feels like.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong. It really just kind of feels like every now and then Rivers is going,
1: I'm from Wazer. <laughs> Wazer. <laughs> no, that's okay, stuck in continue your
0: old brain. With <laughs> my new wow. Routine. That's it for me. Uh, and things um, to plug?
3: Yeah. Uh, Halloween is fast approaching. If you would like a costume, they take a while if they're custom, so you should probably order one early. Contact me. Uh, I, my website is uh emilyblakesews.com or you can find me on the twitters at the emily blake or instagram at emilyblakesews or you can hit me up on etsy it's emilyblakesews so, uh yeah if you want me to make you a costume i'm really good at ball gowns and long dresses and, and, and doctor and who jackets good at doctor who coats, i'm really good thank you i'm really good at doctor who's
2: 13th uh, 13th doctor's coat
0: exceptional work thank you allison where can people find your book
2: Uh, Amazon. A quick way to get through it, though, is uh, my website, arfagundis.com. Keep an eye on it, because as soon as book two comes out for Christmas, book one will be free for a very short amount of time. Ooh, Ooh, promo! Yeah, Yeah, to help people get on this gravy train. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And we just want to get it out there a little bit more before book two drops, and there will be a cover uh, release coming for that closer to Christmas, too.
0: Exciting stuff. Uh, Chewie, anything to plug?
1: Get Africa from Weezer off the radio. (laughs) You don't want
0: to say like new season of Superstore Uh, Well we start shooting the new season of Superstore On Monday
1: That's very exciting Uh, They're currently shooting or getting together The new season of Drunk History as well Which I'm not a part of this year Because I had to go back to Superstore See if we can still get
0: invited to the rap party
1: Uh, Maybe I don't know Um, (laughs) Can't turn down a good rap party right? I keep trying to pilfer corn And be like hey you guys need a baby Yes uh,
0: I'm a stay-at-home dad I'd have to go on set with him I'd be so into that pay yeah. for college pay for college yep
1: I mean everyone keeps saying he's such a cute baby and then they then they re-say it going I'm actually mean that and I'm like how often do you lie about if it's a cute baby <laughs> he's super white he is He's like a very, very white <laughs> baby he's very two very white very people made him
0: what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> really white baby uh, yeah the math suggests that white plus white makes white <laughs> John anything to plug uh, no just ra- rate and review us on iTunes like keep doing that if you have do it again. Like that always helps us. We love you Just when you tell do us. Especially, especially the new shows. Like with Venture Bros and then Samwise coming out soon. Like Tentatively Samwise. Ten- ten- I, I like the title. So I'm gonna, do I. I'm gonna Re- kick it Read our articles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The shares, the likes, the reviews, they help. All of us, even even in the bulk book, re- book realm, I'm sure mm-hmm. every review helps there too. So, all right, so thank you everyone for listening. This has been so great to be back. I am very excited and very happy. I'm, very, is sweaty. I'm very sweaty. Podcast it again. It's <laughs> hot up in here, and we're gonna go. To-
4: Bye. Bye.